I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors, now. What's going on everyone? My name is Michael and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today I'm joined by Ned and Jordan. Boys, thanks for coming on the show. How are you going? Good, mate. Yeah, absolutely Good. awesome. Very keen for this. Let's yeah. do it. So in this episode, we'll be discussing the Netflix original Hustle starring Adam Sandler and Juan Cho Hernan Gomez. And while we do that, we'll be drinking some Carlton Dry beers. Watching the carbs. Watching the carbs <laughs> as always. Uh, so make sure as well you're following the Cinemates podcast on your chosen streaming platform. And leave a five-star review. Also, check out the Cinemaze YouTube channel where I post video essays on film and TV characters. Now, getting into the elevator pitch, last episode we had one from Lauren who on the spot recommended Love Island, the reality TV show. You guys watching Love Island at all? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's great. Have, like, you watched, have you started it? Yeah, so okay. I, I watched a few episodes of the new season. What do you reckon? Um, Is it Australia? It's- no. UK. UK. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Mate, it's great television. Like, it's so funny. Davide is an Italian god. It's so funny, Davide. Yeah, and he's just like such a good addition to the house. And I think if I wasn't watching like a million shows at once, I would definitely be watching Love Island week to week. So, Lauren, you did well under pressure. Thanks (laughs) to the elevator pitch. Now, getting into hustle to the listeners out there who haven't seen the movie yet. Boys, what would you say about it in one word? Uh, you go, you go, Ned. You've been going <laughs> um, It's difficult to say in a word. I, yeah. I eventually came up with giddy, which is an odd word, but it's just, I don't know, just how I felt watching it. Just made me giddy. 100%. Um, Great word there. Yeah. Jordan? Uh, my word wasn't really an adjective. I just said resonated because I just feel like a, a lot of it really, you know, resonated with me. And yeah, I, I guess we'll get into that a bit more as we go on. Absolutely. Good word. My word was wholesome. I think that despite being a sports movie, it was just a very heartfelt movie. So if you haven't seen it there, wholesome, resonated and giddy, go give it a watch. It's on Netflix. But now we'll be getting into it. So boys, what yeah. do we rate it out of five stars? I had four. Okay. Yeah, I, I also so had four. i pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, I yeah. had four as well. So why did we think it was a four star? 
movie. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, like, when it's a basketball movie and a sports movie mm. and one that involves <laughs> Philadelphia, the team that I go for, you're always going to be, like, nitpicking at things. So at that point and just around, like, you know, just little things like basketball-related things, I just felt like it could have been executed a little bit better. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into that a bit more. But, um, like, otherwise, like, fours is still good, great rating and, and yeah. I fucking loved it. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's just a tough film to do, like, really well in mm. terms of bringing in NBA players. Um, you know, the actual storylines pretty difficult to do considering it's you know, Sandler's American. Yeah. Uh, and it was, just, it was just done really well. Um, yeah, it, I just really enjoyed it. All aspects were sort of came across exactly how they probably wanted it. And yeah, four, mm. I felt was really good. Yeah, 100%. I thought that it was one of the kind of, at least for me, which again, we'll get into as like lesser of a basketball fan to you two, I think that it was very realistic of, mm. you know, how a NBA organization would work and how someone who's aspiring to get into the NBA, you know, what journey they would go through. So I thought it was really good in that sense and like very well made, like the cinematography, the locations, yeah. the performances from Sandler and... Hernan Gomez were awesome. And, um, and, and Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess in saying that, I just thought it was like a really well done sports movie. Yeah. Um, and I guess with that, what were our kind of overall thoughts on like, you know, just the best parts? Final thought in the rating as well. I feel like it's always really hard to do cliche sports movies that like you sort of like it's sort of predictable. So yeah, that's why it's sort of like it's really hard to execute them to perfection. Yeah. Well, because a lot of sports movies have the same sort of story of like triumph and like yeah. failure and it's, you know, exactly. very dramatic. Yeah, it can be corny, it can mm. be cheesy. But this so was trying to limit that as much as you can. And I feel like they did a great job in limiting This that. was different, yeah. 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 Um, a really good job. Yeah, I definitely didn't pick a lot of the, you know, where the story was going and stuff. All right, I think a good place to start might be main character is played by Adam Sandler. Uh, Stanley Sugarman, the scout for the 76ers. What, what do we think of his character and his performance? Go ahead. You've been waiting for this one. Um, I loved his character. Yeah. I, I loved it so much. I thought, well, I mean, I like Sandler. I enjoy his serious movies a bit more. Mm. Um, Uncut Gems was so good. But this, this character, to me, it was complex. Um, he had those classic old Sandler moments, you know, he was Ging up. Mm. Uh, but like Stan himself, you could tell he just had been through the ringer in a sense. Yep. There's those quotes where he talks about his hand and he's like, yeah. you know, it, it, it fucked my career. I lost everything I had. Um, and just the fact that he is so connected in the league, everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. Yeah, right from the roots all the way to the top of the organization. Uh, and his character, he just plays it so nonchalantly. Yeah. Uh, you can tell it's just quite an honest portrayal of who uh, Sandler would be, I'd say. Yeah. It's just very absolutely. natural and authentic in how he played it. 100%. I think, um, you know, the movie starts and you see him in all these different locations scouting and you see. Yeah, eating get, shit too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> eating man. Slurpees and what shit every day. <laughs> um, but I thought it, 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 it introduced us to his character and the life that he would live going to all these different places, checking out these players, um, and we kind of get introduced to what his character is like. Yeah. As you said, like he's got all these connections throughout the league, throughout different other jurisdictions in Europe and America and things. Um, but, yeah, I just thought 
was great to see Adam Sandler with a bit more of a serious role, but it still kind of, yeah, as you said, has those like, you know, fun and, and chill elements of, yeah. a, of an Adam Sandler performance. Yeah, when like they're joking about him being fat and stuff and he's yeah, putting yeah. himself out. Like that's that's so Adam Sandler. But yeah. like yeah. I feel like now with <clears throat> that and Uncut Gems and just with like if you're like following Instagram and things like mm. that and you see Adam Sandler, he, he absolutely loves basketball and I yeah, think that was it. portrayed in this. Yeah. And uh, he obviously produced this with LeBron, so that's pretty cool how they mm. can say they did it together and, and it came out as well as it did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'd add on that just – I mean, firstly, he's so so fucking good at these serious movies. Uncut Jams is a ripper. Mm. This one is also so good. So I think you should definitely continue doing it. But it does, like, <laughs> I mean, it sounds a bit silly, but it's like it's an ode to Sandler's love of the game. Yeah, um, definitely. Like he's got the technical talk. He's got the coaching aspect. Like the style, it shows his passion. So he's a player. He's a scout. He's a coach in it. He's networking the players, the ex-players, uh, the people in the org. He goes to the streets international hoops and it's just it's so cohesive and the totality of it just felt like i don't know an ode to sandler's passion yeah. for the sport which yeah absolutely it's a bit cringy coming out of my mouth but it was really enjoyable no to watch. I, no, no i absolutely. thought you hit the absolute nail on the head do you reckon that he even had to do that much kind of research and prep for it given that he is such a big basketball fan yeah i mean naturally you'd have to just like the, the ins and outs of being a scout and things like that because mm. Um, there's obviously mayo on that as well. Like, <laughs> I don't think you're doing that much scouting, especially in Europe. It would more so be, you know, in in America. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the the grit and grind. He would would have got into it about what they do and things mm. like that. And I think when they get to the training aspect of it all, they would have honed in on some details. One of the guys that was in it, Drew Hanlon, he's a trainer, and he was actually in it for a, a, like a cameo. Oh, okay. Uh, and he was on a podcast saying that they sat down. That was like mostly what they did was him telling. Sandler and them talking back and forth about what about training about training aspects of it. Nice, yeah. I think like it just showed you could see in his performance he would have just had so much fun making it and mm. playing that character as well. Um, and as and on top of that, he also had some you know really powerful scenes which we'll talk about. But one that I thought it was earlier in the movie was. Robert Duvall plays Rex Merrick, who's the owner of the Sixers, um, and he passes away. And he's at the funeral and you can see like so much emotion in Sandler, especially because he, I think he just announced just him, him as assistant coach. But hadn't yeah. told. Uh, what a oh, scene that was. Fuck he had, he had told he other had people, told but Drake. you could just yeah. see like, you know, it wasn't going to play out too well. And he yeah, was just yeah. so emotional. Yeah. And he's seeing all these other people in the league, you know, a few cameos there. That was such a good scene and he just killed it. Um, so that was a big standout for me. Um, some other notable points. I mean, <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. It was an original sound score. Mm. Um, and, oh, God, it was so good. I went onto the Spotify um, and I just did a deep dive. It was, it was so, <laughs> I know, it sounds a bit, sounds a bit silly. It was so good. Um, it was like kinetic, it was gutsy, it was innovative and it was all original. And mm. I, like one of the songs is called Street Ball and you watch it in the scene and it's, it's like sporadic, it's fleeting, there's all this anticipation. Yeah. And then there's like the combine scene and oh. sort, of, sort of just narrates the journey of, of Sandler, of Bo, of the audience so well. Yeah. Um, so that was Dan Deacon. And there's like one called Are You Obsessed, which is obviously Are You Obsessed? And it's like so intense you're watching it. Uh, so I was really impressed by that. Yeah, um, I thought I thought it was so good in that aspect, especially because, again, to what we talked about before, a lot of sports movies and other basketball movies that we've seen, like Coach Carter, for example, the score is a big part of it and it builds a lot of scenes especially because you connect with these teams or these characters and the score just made it so good in that 
aspect. Um, so I thought they killed it yeah. with that. And uh, song Philly Philly. That was great. <laughs> I thought as just like a quick thing as well, overall thoughts on Hustle, the dialogue was very real. It never sort of seemed, you know, staged. There were kind of these real conversations between real different basketball people. And I thought maybe you guys can talk about this more, but um, at least from my end, it sounded like it was very natural for each of the characters to kind of be talking about all the different basketball jargon, particularly with like Sandler when he's coaching or scouting and stuff. Um, I thought they just nailed the jargon and the dialogue really well. Well, yeah, mo- most of them have like basketball, like, you know, experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guys with big parts like Kenny Smith, he he was playing the other agent sort of guy, mm. yeah. um, the ball dude if, if people were listening. Um, he sort of obviously speaks on talk shows. He has his own show with other guys. He's a he commentator, right? Not a commentator, like an analyst, yeah. Okay. Um, and so he, he obviously felt at home speaking about it like that. And mm. then I guess – and Edwards is the guy, other guy who had big, a big role, and he just absolutely killed it. Like people were just like marveling over him, and he's an up and coming star, so it sort mm. of coincided with that. So it was yep. pretty cool to see the love that he was getting. How did you find Toledo's just like with a lot of the other NBA players, like their little cameos? Because obviously Ant was so good, but and Yuancho was obviously awesome, but the other ones, how did you find? Well, yeah, like it's always a little <laughs> bit awkward because it's not yeah. like second nature to them. Like <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Like I was actually watching the other day, um, train wreck, which LeBron is in, and he's yeah. just like, not good yeah. at all. Yeah, he's and sucks. like it's just like it's always just that little barrier. You always just think the whole time like you're not acting like you're just like a basketball player. Yeah. But like yeah. I mean, Ant specifically made it like seem like it was second nature to him, and he's always harping on about how he's good at everything and yeah, sort of. Makes oh, so sense. that's how he is in real life. Well, he yeah, he's so, like arrogant yeah. and shit. Yeah. He, oh he, shit. So it's like perfect. It's like just embodied him. Good casting. So embodied him, embodied him heaps well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to do Ant now? Or I mean, Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's well, should we it. ease your way into Ant? He's no. so... We have to ease. Go go have to ease. Go yeah, go let's go do it. it. Let's do it. I do it now? Do it now. Oh, my fucking God. What a what a monster. Man. He did that character so well. Mm. I yeah. loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, he's just a... I, I love him. Like, as I was saying, he's a rising star and, like, everyone, everyone absolutely adores him. Like, I'd say he has a, an, you know, an unanimous like liking right now and that's like very rare in the NBA in this social media era. Mm. Everyone has haters and he just really, really doesn't like. Really? Yeah, he's he's still young. Like so, something will come up in the next couple of years where he doesn't win enough and people will start saying this or that. Yeah. But um, at the at the time, like being young age, he, um, he's got a really high rating like across the board throughout the mm. league, Twitter. Yeah, Instagram. absolutely. Yeah. I thought like um, the two games where he is just in Bo Cruz's ear – like, chewing it off. Yeah, just chewing it off. And the first game is kind of that first scrimmage um, where, you know, it's just like a bit of an opportunity to showcase who he is. He's come to America. Um, and the prick who we'll talk about, uh, <laughs> Vince Merrick, uh, is watching as well. So there's all this tension and you're like, fuck, I, like, I hope Bo plays well against. Um, and what is, what's his character's name in the – is it And as well? No. Uh, it's, it's like Wilt it's or Herbert. something. Herbert. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's matching up against him, hitting a few yeah. shots, and he starts to get it in his ear. And there's a few sort of like quotes that I wrote down. Um, he's like, So here's how it's going to work. You're the bull, and I'm the motherfucker running around <laughs> in circles. <laughs> and Bo's just like, Who the fuck's this guy? And then another one was like, He like drains some shot on him or something. And he's just like, Who's your daddy? And yeah. you can see him boiling up. 
but he just did it so like so authentically well. Oh, naturally. Yeah. And it was, so it was intimidating. And um, absolutely, it's sort of how he acts. Obviously, not as much of a prick, but mm. that sort of confidence and yeah, yeah. I know. just thought it was like a because he's not in the whole movie, but he, I guess, would be kind of one of the villains if you wanted to call him that extended cameo. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he just he made the story that much better, especially because he causes Bo to fall yeah. out. Um, yeah. So that was really good. And then the other one, what do we think of the combine at the end with uh, Ant having a big part of that as well? With the daughter and like saying that's your daughter and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'll I'll be your mama's daddy. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. She can look up to me. Yeah. yeah. All, all, all amazing. Like he, was just, he was just a perfect <laughs> he was villain. Like, There's yeah. nothing else to say about it. Like yeah, he, literally. He, I don't think he made a mistake at all. Nah. Ah, so good. And then fi- in the final game where they play after that um, and Bo starts like heating up on him. Um, that was. So I sort of wish well. they didn't do that. I sort of wish they preserved Ant's character and just yeah. heating go to that. <laughs> There's no way they all go to the same exact ones. Like that would never happen. Like those two specifically going to the same ones and always guarding each other. So it's I was going to ask you that. Completely unrealistic. Yeah, because they call them like hush hush. We got a little hush hush little thing happening. Yeah, and then all the all the players go and it's like a workout. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Do those things actually well, happen? Yeah, they do. Like a hundred percent. The amount of scouts we that like that wouldn't always be the yeah. case. Like people don't want to tank their draft value at all before the draft because mm. the higher you get picked, there's like segments in which you get paid more if on your first contract in the NBA. So you always don't want to be exposed and them to see you at every single place. Yeah. You want it yeah. sort of on your own terms. Otherwise it can tank your value down. So that in that sense it would mm. be unrealistic. And then I guess if we're getting into that now, the other unrealistic part is like in reality, those two would like not always be guarding each other. Okay. Um, but there'd obviously it's a movie. There. There'd be other people and like yeah. there'd be like screens being set in which case you'd switch defenders and sometimes <laughs> like, so it's not super realistic in that sense, but that would be my only sort of like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Point against it. There were some funny NBA or N- and NXBA star moments. So like the Dirk was great. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was funny. <laughs> um, the Kenny Smith pool scene, that was good. The Dirk one, just before you go on, you sort of like, Get a bit awkward, like, no, wait, wait, he's not going to remember him. I was like, like, oh. I was like, I was like, yeah. like getting a bit queasy. I was like, no, no. <laughs> but Sandler just handles that, like, fuck, I don't know how well that scene would have worked with yeah. any other actors. Oh. Just, it's like, you actually feel that one. You feel yeah. it on, like, the awkwardness in that one. Yeah, yeah. Mark Jackson just doing, like, annoying one liners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found that funny. Which is just super accurate. Um, Luca was pretty random. Luca's appearance, I didn't even realize it was him the first time I watched it. Yeah. Mm. Um, Seth Curry just standing there. I mean, not much else you can do, but. Yeah, that was pretty. So funny. if you're gonna pay them, pay them. Like you may as well get them to do something. Yeah, the James Goldstein is just that NBA super fan in that last. Oh uh, yeah, that was random, but I found pretty funny. Yeah. I thought a few other ones that were notable for me, um, and we're jumping all over the place, but fuck it. The uh, when there's like the bow challenge, and oh, Tobias yeah. Harris is yeah. in one of them. Yeah, and then another one was. Um, Trey Young was in Trae the Young. Yeah. final He's the one game. that introduces him at the start of the final one, yeah. Yeah. And then I reckon one of the better ones was Doc Rivers knocking on his door at the uh, end. Yeah. Doc Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that. But yeah, yeah. for me, I was like, oh, shit, like he's fucking there. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was really cool. Thank um, God they didn't have Ben Simmons in it at oh, that time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Would have aged that so badly. So <laughs> <laughs> because when did they film this? It wasn't in 1920? I think so. I'm not too, I'm not oh, too really? sure. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow, he would so have still been in the be. team and like happy, but um, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about that now, oh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so it would good. have been it would have aged terribly, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
the the big thing that people were saying after it was like, where's Embiid? Like he's mm. he's he's the city. Like that's him. And um, I guess people were just like, why isn't he in it? And apparently, I, I was listening and reading about it. Is that he uh, he was focusing on off season injury and just getting better for the season coming up. Yeah, which I I don't. I think is quite believable because he's always ah bullshit. I reckon he wants to try. He always um has injuries towards the back end of the season, so he needs to rehab and things like that. But yeah. some people are pointing out the fact that they don't reckon he they offered him enough. Oh, bro, like he's it's a fucking movie. Like and he's the third best player in the world, the top three. Like it's a big deal to commit. Yeah, to it. surely. Like, well, I don't know. I don't think it's money because he it's has like PR. He has, he has yeah. so much money, but he doesn't flaunt it. So I don't think it would have been like a money thing, like where he's like, I don't mm. want to be in it because you're not offering me enough, sort of thing. Yeah, I think like the opportunity to be in movies, like it's probably a personal choice, but you know, it's like publicity. So it's probably not going to be a money thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I do don't you, know. I don't do know think, how those. Could yeah. Happen. Do you think it was monetary for Tobias and the other players to why they're in it? No, I think that I think Tobias is all about like doing cool experiences and yeah. stuff. So he would mm. be like, it would yeah, be pretty cool. Yeah, why not? Um, and like Maxi, okay. Maxi was a rookie then. Like he was young. What did we think about the like filming of the actual basketball games and training? Because I feel like that was a big part of it. And for me, I thought that they were. Um, and I said this in my review in the other episode. Um, I just thought they were very different to what we'd normally seen. Like they were real, you know, training sessions that an NBA aspiring player would do. Um, and, you know, they're not just the typical kind of basketball scenes that we've seen in other movies. Um, so what do we think about that? And with that, the filming of them I think was really unique. So. Maybe some yarns there. What do we reckon? Um, I think the training was pretty spot on, like what would happen. Um, you, like you're constantly working on stuff. Usually you do like, um, you know, programs where you focus on moves each season mm. and you, then you get better and better and better, it's depending on what type of player you are. I mean, uh, I guess they were positioning him as a, like a star player. Yeah. Because obviously some people might know, not know this, but in the NBA, not everyone is a star. Like there are people who play certain roles where mm. you're – lesser important you get less money but yep. you have to be good at what you do that might just be one or two specific skills um but they were positioning him as a star player so he was sort of focusing on all of these bits and pieces yep. um in terms of the game i feel like um it was pretty good but like i feel like in the normal setting there would have been more missed shots than that but like it's a movie <laughs> at the end of the day so yeah you got to show made baskets yeah yeah i mean i've never played like a game of basketball or trained for it mm. so i can just come at that I hadn't seen any of those drills in like a movie before done so well like mm. with that camera movement. So I was just so impressed by like the whole, yeah, just the whole, the whole camera movement and actual shooting of it. Yeah. Um, mixed like the tra- some of the training scenes were some of my like most enjoyable parts. Oh, you got the 100%. training, then you got Sandler just like chirping, going like, Bo Crows, <laughs> we're cooking. Um, and it was, and it, it just stupid shit. Like he's chewing on a, a T-bone steak going up the hill. So I found, I found the shooting of it was so good interacted with like the actual enjoyment of the scene and yeah, enjoyment for us to soak it in. I thought it was Mm. done really well. Yeah. I thought it was insane. I think you nailed that perfectly. Like the, it was very different to what we have normally seen and that whole combination, even like the editing and the camera movements themselves. Like I remember there was kind of when he's training for the combine and, you know, he's doing all these like really cool things. I wrote down like, 
A notable one was obviously the hill that he had to like, oh, you know, get yeah. to one minute 45 yeah. or whatever, sprinting up the hill. That was epic. And you see his like progression. Yeah. That um, first like shot is like a long, extreme long shot of yeah. just him going up in the dark and it's like just his car, Sandler's car so chasing cool. him up. Yeah. Such so a good cool. shot. And it's like, it's like pretty authentic Philly as well. Like I was just there yeah. like, and, and I did like some runs there and like you feel like you're in a Rocky movie, like someone's recording <laughs> you. Sick. So like when I just got back from Philly- <laughs> You just go back from Philly and I, I saw this movie. I was like, fuck, man. Like, it's goosebumps. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's sick. Um, and I think, does he do this, the Philly stairs? No. At the end, he does. He yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, and they're taking people taking selfies and shit. Is that right? I think so. I did, think, I did, I yeah. But, um, <laughs> and, and just with that, while we're on it, like, to see his progress, man, and, like, you hear crew, uh, fucking Sandler just yelling in his ear, like, so cheering. Good. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so wholesome. Back to my one word. But, um, transitions like when he's doing the kind of um all those drills with like having a medicine ball in one hand passing it through a tire and stuff and the ball would like go into the camera and then it would like shoot to a next scene or something like they just had really yeah great montage really cool it was um, sort of like actually bring like bring up creed again like it was sort of similar to like the creed Mm. montages when like they go and train before like a big fight yeah and i suppose that's like a bit on like the whole philly scene because yeah obviously Rocky movies are Philly based, yeah. Would that be uncharted in terms of filming, having an elite NBA basketballer in a film like this, doing those drills? I think I, so. I haven't seen anything up to that quality before and it felt like to me new ground that they were entering with some yeah. of the shit they were filming. I think for any sport, like um, I can't think of another sports movie where a professional was doing professional drills and training. Maybe Moneyball, but like – you don't – it's not part of the story. Goal, yeah. Santiago Munez. Goal, yeah. No, <laughs> Pro- he's probably. Actor, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't do training. No, they don't no, train. He's, yeah. he's Great movies. Just doing like yeah, Maradonas yeah. and we'll kick-ups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I True. like I don't think – I don't think there – I don't think there is. Yeah, um, was, I think um, there a couple – maybe a couple other basketball ones on top of my mind, but mm. not not training like per se. Yeah. I think, I think as well the shooting – like you said, like we got kind of different shots that we weren't normally accustomed to. Like one I that was really memorable for me was when he's when Sandler's in Majorca when he discovers um, Bo, and the camera would be at like halfway and it would kind of just like you know angle towards where the ball was and it was like a low angle and you're seeing the crowd and you're seeing the game from like you know the ground level instead of like a normal. <laughs> getting into yeah, the analysis, yeah. but like a normal like overhanging shot. Yeah. Um. I just thought stuff like that was cool. Like made you feel yeah. like you were there. You were there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It, you're 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 seeing it for yourself. Yeah. Like the final workout where he blocks Ant mm. or, or Hermit. Mm. Um. They had like a a camera just on the backboard and another one, and it was just the sickest block. Yeah. Um. And the camera on the backboard, it was unreal, and I was like, that was so been an epic block in real life, and they've just caught this. Yeah. The basketball looked realistic, I think, is what we, we should say. Like, mm. it looked like that would happen. Like, it wasn't like, uh, you know, like when they, like the last scene of like Coach Carnes, like bounces on the rim five times. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, cliche yeah. shit like that. Like, that, it wasn't to that extent. Like, it was realistic, like basketball shots. Yeah, absolutely. It's so, so well put. With that, there was this, uh, in the first scrimmage with uh, Hermit, there was a scene where the, the camera, um, and I think I saw a behind the scenes footage the cameraman was on like rollerblades and was wow. circling around wow. them while they actually played. 
Um, That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I just thought that that was sick because, again, you're like in the game. You're part of the drill. Um, I wonder if that was Sandler's edition. Yeah. Maybe. LeBron, LeBron maybe. Yeah. Like just so cool and hasn't been done before. So that was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's do – this was one of my favorite scenes. Um, Fuck, I had – can I spin two here? Go. Yeah. The first one is when Duval makes Stan an assistant coach – Fuck, it was such a good moment, hey. It was so good. It was so good. And they, they're they in the room and he's just showing the, the label of the assistant coach and you hear Duval um, just say softly, come here. Uh, and he, he comes over and you just get these – well, I got these goosies. I was getting giddy, right? Um, and you got these beautiful little strings behind the moment uh, and Duval just whispers, um, never back down. Mm. Um, <laughs> and the director, that was actually meant to – Duval was actually meant to sort of yell it. Like, go, never back down. And in the moment, he just goes, like, come here. Duval's 91, by the way. Yeah. He just goes, come here, come. And Sandler gets up, comes, and he just goes, never back down. And the director, Jeremiah, was just like, that's the movie. That really? How that's we said awesome. It, how he said it, like, quietly. They Holy shit. Into each other's eyes. I thought that was awesome. I love it. That's so good. Like that. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, and the second one, which isn't as sentimental, was just really funny, was um, – so as they were training Bo, mm. you know how at the start they were sort of – he wasn't really ripping him. Well, he was sort of ripping him, but he was more like trying to get him, yeah, like yeah. build him up. And he was shooting yeah. threes and the camera was following Bo around the three-point line and Sandler's just- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In these stupid orange tracksuits, <laughs> and you can just hear the three making splash. And just before 
Bo hits it, uh, well, goes to shoot it. Sandler just goes, your mum's a whore. <laughs> and Bo just bricks it. And he does it like, in Spanish too, doesn't he? he go, well, he goes, yeah, not, he goes, not cool, man. And Sandler goes, you know what's not cool? A grown man letting another grown man hurt his feelings. And then he just started saying in Spanish, like, son of a thousand sluts, your <laughs> sweat smells like this. Um, it was pretty fucked, but it was really <laughs> funny. But, like, I mean, that's what you got it. Like, if you're going to make it that high of a league, that's what people will be saying to you. So yeah. yeah. That was what he was trying to emulate. No, and I, also the fact not to get in your own head as well. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. And the, there's other scenes where there's just good banter between them. Very I felt like banter. they had Great such, connection. Good, such good chemistry. Yeah, like such good when, um, I wonder if they're mates. I wonder if they see text <laughs> and, and say, how about that movie? How's it going? I yeah. hope so, man. Um, there was the scene where he's first coming back to America and he's on – He's in business class and, like, obviously he's not used to that sort of wealth and stuff. And, like, the chick's like, oh, like, do you want some bread? And, like, hands him a roll and he and he's like, oh, can I get two? And she's like, yeah, you can have as many as you want. And he starts getting, like, ten bread rolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just, like, little things like that. And then Being a pig. Um, once he got all the bread rolls, he goes down to Sandler in, a, in economy class and he's like, oi, Stanley, like, wake up, look what I got for you. And he's got, like, all these bread rolls in his yeah, jumper. Yeah. Um, it was so funny. Just like little band, and it wasn't like cheesy. Nah, it was just it like good little funny humor. The por- the porn one, it was a little like weird, like <laughs> yeah. a bit of like an awkward pause sort of thing going. On. I was like, you probably just didn't even need that in the when movie. he's got the was, porn at the hotel. Yeah, like yeah. all these scenes, like, they just don't really work unless it's Sandler. Yeah, like it just fucking oh, he makes it work. Fucking pulls sure. it off. So good. And there was like another one where Stanley has. He, he's assistant coach, but Vince is just not letting him kind of do his own thing. And it just boils up to the moment where he quits and he tells the son to just fuck off. And it's so satisfying. And then he says to him, um, <laughs> kiss my fat ass and fuck your five-star hotel or some shit. Yeah. And just like little lines like that I thought were just so good, whether they were funny or whether they were just like well said. It was yeah. just a nice touch. That was um, – what did you think of that moment? Because he held back a few times before. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, he held back a few times and that was the time he really ripped in. Um, it had been building up to that, but were you, were you, was your appetite satisfied? I was just I, – like, I think I speak for everyone when I say I just wanted to jump through the screen and punch him in the face <laughs> myself. Like, oh, everyone was, like, it was just like, what is wrong with this guy? He's just such and a – And it actually, like, I think we'll get in this later, but it is a little bit similar to, like, what actually happened with the – 76 is the team in Philadelphia. Really? So, yeah, I mean, we can touch on that later, but yeah. Yeah, I just, I was so satisfied by it. Like, and, and it was very well played. Like, the guy was just such a dick and, like, came in, took over after his dad died and was just handling it so poorly. Like, wanting all these kind of high flying next big things when, like, Bo was right there, obviously playing good basketball. And he would just say these little shitty comments on the oh. sideline. Like, oh, look at him. Like, he sucks. And yeah. Shit. Do you remember that first um, moment when they're in that sort of GM meeting and yeah. they're talking about Mo Wagner? Yeah. Um, and Vin's doing these stupid little comments. So, yeah, Stan's like, look, nah, he hasn't got it. Um, whatever. We need to move on. And uh, Vin just goes like, he could defend all five positions. He's like, within three years, he could be an all-star. Elongates the end of his words, and they're just yeah. so annoying. They just oh. irk you so much. And yeah, and with that, like he's pretty good at it. Though, like, oh, he's great. He's yeah. doing yeah. It so well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so annoying. Which yeah. is the intention. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. um, Sandler in that moment is like saying all the things that he like. He's the scout. He's seen like 
the scenes where um, Wagner is like away from the team and he complains when he loses and stuff, like all the things that say not to go after him. Yeah. And then he says those lines and you're like, man, just like shut the fuck up. And, and he doesn't want to step on he doesn't want to like step on his toes, but he's sort of just like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, and he yeah. cops it in front of all the other yeah, like does. team. Yeah. You have the, the annoying coach go like, have you seen the tape? And Stan's like, that his mum put together. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so just, yeah. Uh if we're talking about Vince now, um, and sort of relating to Philly, I I, I assume their intention was to make it like as unphilly related as possible. Mm. Um, but if you've been watching the NBA in, in the last 10 years, Philly have been like a really spoken about team because uh, what happened was they lo- lost on purpose and I won't go too depth into it, just to, just nerding out a little bit. They lost on purpose pretty much and um, they had a specific GM who was doing these specific things that was quite unique. Mm. Um, the league had to send someone in to take over and this guy um, actually hired his son which is super relevant for here because ah. this guy died and then hired his son. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit actually similar to what went on um, in Philly because that was like really spoken about like Neptuism yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, drew a bit of inspiration, but um, as a I don't character. think it was deliberate. I think it was completely undeliberate. Oh, okay. But that's just su- such a Philly thing to do to not even know that they were doing that. Yeah. yeah. Our, um. Our Philly fans are a bit annoyed. Like, Vin's not a very nice character. Our Philly fans are a bit like, fuck, are they trying to represent Finn as someone in our organization? No, no, no. about that no, aspect? No, I think Philly people, like, um, especially how, I think one of the lines is uh, Philly people like a, a, like a really passionate mm. fan base. And I feel like when they hear that, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I was going to say, with that, do you reckon they represented Philly fans? The right yeah, way. Yeah, Philly fans are super aggressive, super <laughs> passionate. Will boo your team if they're losing, and yeah. will boo a player if they're losing. Like they will like ride the highs and the lows very, very hard. Mm. Um, and like, yeah, obviously, just being there, I experienced that like wholeheartedly. So it was cool to see it, you know, transferred into a movie. Would you say because it's it's sort of like an ode to Philly ball? I've said I don't know about now, Philly street ball. Like I feel like yeah, that that stuff is obviously unrealistic, but like. Because um, yeah, Tobias Harris would never be out there playing like no, no. But like some of the footage on the streets and the places they were eating and stuff, it was clearly in Philly. And oh yeah, yeah. probably mm-hmm. Philly locals would have you know known about it and stuff. But was that um? Did you find that like it made a good connection to the city in that sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like they like Philadelphia is a football city first before they're a basketball city. Yeah. And when Philly were actually doing the losing on purpose stuff, like. People say that it was actually more of a football than baseball than basketball thing going on. Really? So yeah. So uh, now it's back and and Philly's uh, as a basketball scene is like second to football, mm. but yeah, football is the main one. But I still feel like they they hit in it well, and yeah. like the Sixers are still very beloved. Like yeah, they'd, they'd be one of the most beloved um, teams in in America. Yeah, for sure. And hated as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's very divisive. <laughs> um, what do we think about? Um, Firstly, Bo as a character and maybe touching back on the relationship with Stanley. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask you your thoughts on that, Michael, because, like, obviously you fucking love this shit. Like, this is what you live. Like, what did you think of his performance? Mm. If it was compared to a non-basketball player, like, do you think someone could have done a way better job or how does it sell? Um, I thought he nailed it. Like, I – the only reason I knew that he was in the NBA was because someone – Oh, because I think you said it in your pitch, but um, did you not know that? 
I didn't know. So I thought he oh, wow. was just like a, a really good actor that like, yeah. you know, had been cast for this movie with Adam Sandler. But, bit, of, bit of ball in the background. Yeah, but I, I like, I thought he nailed it. Like if you think about who his character was, it's like this kind of guy brought up in Mallorca, maybe not the most fortunate upbringing, but just so talented. So yeah, of course he's a bit, you know, he holds back a bit, but. I thought he nailed it and mm. the dialogue, as I said before, was very real and compared to all the cameos, I thought it was like unnoticeable that he wasn't an actor. I thought he was an actor. That's how well wow. he died. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I thought he killed it. Um, yeah. like there Ignorance were, is bliss, I guess. Yeah, and there were, there were the funny moments which genuinely made me laugh and there were the sad moments where I was like, fuck, I really feel for you and like – yeah. He played it so well that I was that attached to his character. As we said before, like running up the hill, seeing his progress. Mm. When he loses, like you're like, fuck. Like, so I, I thought he killed it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, when he, when the moment when um, he found out that Stan sort of got him in illegally into Philly and, you know, fell mm. let down, that was, um, I thought that was a pretty good scene. He's and he like, like runs away. Life, Stanley. Yeah. That was so good. He runs good. away. But the, it was just the guy's like six eleven. Mm. All those, it's just it was so it was so cool. Yeah, mm. I thought like with that. What about the G up from Stanley? Yeah, there's that incredible. Oh my quote. god! What do we reckon? This is your favorite scene. The yeah, I think this is my favorite scene. Oh, it's definitely well, similar. It's to like do you want to say it? Yeah, you do. No, no, you No, 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 no. I've been right. talking my head so off. So the here. quote is: "It's I love this game." I live this game. Obsession is going to beat talent every time. You got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? And he yells at Bo. He's like, are you obsessed? Yeah. And it's so good. And Sandler just nails it. And you see Bo just like, okay, I get like why he loves the game so much and like what I need to do. But like that's how you got to be like. You got to be a basketball junkie. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And um, the people that make the NBA are – Obsessed, like they are, and like mm. I felt like I felt like Sandler was speaking to me. At that moment yeah, I was about was to like, ask. It, it was just like I'm playing so much, I'm doing all the stuff for basketball, and like I'm watching so much. So I was like, "Fucking oath, I'm obsessed." Like that's awesome. Like yeah. I feel like when I when I like I'm driving to play basketball and like a late night, I'm wondering what the fuck I'm doing. I'll just think of that, and like mm. it'll remind me what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. You said that resonates to like. I mean, I haven't thought about it this way. I like the film. And it resonates because it's pretty inspiring. But would that resonate to a non-b-ball? Like, does yeah. that resonate to you? Like, are you fucking obsessed? Training-wise? Like, yeah, yeah. I was I was so pumped watching this movie because of yeah. that. I was like, fuck, I man, can do anything. Scene, I was like, I can do anything. What did you, yeah. what did you think of that? <laughs> oh, man. It was, yeah. I, I mean, when I think back on it, I wasn't really resonating about what I'm doing right now. Like, am I obsessed? But if I could just feel Stan's passion, I could mm. feel Bo mm. after that moment, like, commit to it. I was so like with him. I was so in it. Yeah, you were in That's the awesome. journey. In the yeah, journey. especially when he's like, is there a newborn kid in purring in there right now? I couldn't hear you. Do you want to be in the NBA? Yeah, yeah. Just how he delivers it. So good. Um, yeah, and fuck. his eyes, I was like looking at him. They're so focused, so set on Bo. Yeah, I think he's even awesome. the way it's shot, you don't you don't see that much of Bo. So it's almost like he's saying it to the camera or to like yeah. you as well. Yeah. yeah. Such that, a good scene, man. I, that's awesome to hear because mm. I didn't, yeah, from your end. Yeah, no. They just the, the chatter. It was there's clearly chemistry between Stan and Bo, mm. like outside in the acting world and outside of. And I just the whole back and forth between them was so good. Like yeah. when Bo was finally made the NBA, um, 
and Stanley made another like your mum joke, and Bo was like, "Ah, oh, brother, don't worry, like I, f- I fucking I can handle that now." Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That was ultimately yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Good sick. now." Yeah, and that was that was good. Yeah, Just, I really enjoyed that chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I think the that ending scene where you see he's playing for Boston. Um, Fuck Boston, man. <laughs> um, but it was so, goes on Boston, it was so heartwarming because you see Sandler, he's now assistant coach with Doc Rivers for the Sixers. He's coaching against uh, Bo. But Doc you Rivers see, is the actual coach. He's the way. actual coach, yeah. 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 And you see how like proud Stanley is for Bo. And then he goes to his team and he's like, all right, this guy yeah. likes to do this. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> fuck him up. At the end of the day, you're still competing. <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. But uh, it was just such a good, good ending, I thought. And oh. also, just for reference, he actually was playing for the Celtics at that time. Mm. Oh, in real life. In real life, yeah. So which is why he was on the Celtics. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and he actually got signed to a team today. Yeah, yeah, time yeah Toronto. Yeah, so is he well, like I don't, I don't know much about him, but would he be like a lower tier player? Like, how what's his kind of standing within the league? Well, I think like theoretically, like, and you can see this in the movie clearly. Like, he has all the tools to be like a, a good, awesome four, stretch like four, a, like yeah, like a great player. Like, not never like an all star. Mm. In in the NBA, it's very like set in stone. Like people who are all stars, and when someone comes out of nowhere, it's like really like unexpected. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he'd ever be like a top thirty player, but I mean, like he's he could be good, like he could be a, a starting player on a team. Yep. Um, yeah. But he hasn't been amazing so far in his career. Yeah. What do you think? No. Yeah. I mean, he's just been in and out of rotations, but you can tell he's got like all the tools to be fucking. Yeah. Pretty good. Exactly. Like he can he can actually do yeah. it all. Like he can shoot. He can defend. Yeah. Like, but I feel like he's just Europeans generally take a while to adjust to the speed of the NBA because mm. it's much faster than European and yeah and international basketball in itself. So yeah. I thought on that, I just had a random thought, like the choice of player for this movie, like they've they've created this story out of nothing and they could have chosen any sort of type of basketball player, but I thought his style, like someone who can block, who's really athletic, who's also quite big and still pretty agile was good rather than yeah. like just a really tall center or like just a small like point guard. I reckon guard. a small point guard would have been. Would you have reckon? Would have been cool, yeah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't have, some of the same like having a six eleven guy there was pretty fucking cool for some. Yeah, yeah. just having the attack and the defense yeah. and the physicality. The blocks I were, thought was cool, but I mean, like if it was a smaller guy, it would have like maybe appealed to more people because mm. there aren't many people who are six foot eleven in the world. Yeah, have they? Would you say they've done that before though? Just like the smaller point guard in, the, in those movies. Like it's, I don't know. But it's, it's a big cliche. Is okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, so okay. I feel yeah, like I'm okay. not saying they should change it, but I'm saying yeah. like having a small guy like. And maybe like I don't know, like yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Interesting. Um, what about like were there any parts that kind of irked you guys, or you thought yeah, was like okay. maybe a bit off? Like <laughs> the porn, the porn part was just the like, porn. Nah, well, I don't know why you need to include <laughs> that. Like, why you got to make him out like a like a porn addict? Like, well, he's like, oh, it wasn't me, bro. And it's yeah. like you're racking up this porn bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just Sandler being a fuck with. Like Sandler's texting in one scene, texting and driving. Um, which I think might have irked some people, but I think he just I can. Well, was that care. part of his character? Like he was in a car crash and put his hand in front, or this was, was with his different? daughter in the car, just like texting, not texting someone. Wasn't part of the character, but yeah, more so just those sort of scenes. He just 
Puts the daughter, the yeah, the daughter having like a sort of crush on him as well. That was yeah, because she's like yeah, underage yeah, yeah. as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I put, like I put that down. Yeah. She sees him, then she sees him like with the tattoos, and then she says, "Your eyes are beautiful." Yeah, like that's a bit weird. But I was speaking to my housemate who's female. She was saying like from a female perspective, like you've got this six ten beautiful like guy. Mm. Like the fangirling aspect is like pretty real from from how like she was six ten. Okay, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Was, that. she was saying she she was saying like he may not be beautiful on. On the court, but off the court, he's beautiful and girls would appreciate that. Wow. So there you go. <laughs> take that as you will. But he yeah, was nice. he was good on the court though. So yeah. He, yeah, he was. Got the both deals. Um I had I had a bone to pick mm. uh with with Sandler. Um he hates he hates soccer. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does take hate it up it with him. He goes when she, yeah, when he visits the family for the first time and she was like, you know, he used to play football. Yeah. He was yeah. like, Oh, soccer's awful. Um, and then yeah, when they were doing the combine, he was like, yeah, quick feet. Where did it come from? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, it's from football. And Stanley goes, okay, then soccer's good. And it pauses and he goes, I hate soccer. I can't say that. I really do hate that sport. <laughs> and I was like, dude. Why does he hate it? He must actually hate it in real life. I know. It felt, it felt if, he, if he said it like, like with that it many did. Times, Yeah, yeah. Surely. And then again at the end, he was like, um, Bo, when he was in Boston, he said, like, after we kick your ass, you should try coach soccer. And Stan was like, why soccer? Come on. I was like, bro, <laughs> fucking give it a break, man. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird. Maybe he genuinely hates it. Yeah, I think he, he must actually hate it for him to say that many times. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, that good. was good. What about um, all the junk food that he fucking eats? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love that part. Well, like when you travel, like you have to eat like shit. Like, yeah. Well, his, even his wife, who's played by Queen Latifah, she's she sees him like drinking these like one liter cokes shakes, and, she, and the shakes, and she's like, "Get off them." So there's, um, there's a Burger King, there's KFC twice, Pizza Hut, McDonald's, <laughs> KFC again. And then there's just one of him eating Love nuggets. Love bro. Soft drinks. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you write down all the I, meals? I, yeah. Yeah. It was. I was like, this is hilarious. He's eating That's junk food so in every scene here. Literally. He should be fatter than what he is. Yeah. Should be. I did go to my housemate again. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? She goes, well, when eating a lot, you're mentally down and stressed. So it's highlighting how he sort of, his well-being is quite shit at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 100%. Is. That's All right, which I think might have been the only one who just didn't pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, just looking at on? the food and saying, <laughs> yeah. give me some of that. No, I think I think it was really trying to like one highlight like, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. like he's like low mentally. Yeah. And two, that like the everyday nature of what they're pre- representing as a scout is like yeah. you're always on the move 100%. and you don't have time to like sit down at a place. Yeah, we're always doing yeah. notes and stuff like that. And I think with his character, like he we hear how talented he was, but he had this car crash injury yeah. which fucked it all up so if you were in that point maybe you would kind of you know still be quite damaged and down about it and yeah. eating your sorrows but i feel like that is realistic and like another thing with the move that people got to got to realize is like they might think this is like a bit unrealistic finding someone on the streets of spain playing basketball and like mm. being like like that that would never happen but like i'd actually like counter that and be like that actually like that shit does happen like not I had to bring him up again, but Embiid was playing, didn't play basketball until he was sixteen, and then he went to a camp in Africa, and then some former NBA player scouted him, and really, yeah. Now he's one of the best players in the world. I was going to raise that. I was like, this guy's not playing for a club, as in Bo, and he's just straight balling and being hustling. Yeah, he um, wouldn't have been that polished. Okay, like, yeah, he was okay. very like he was polished. very polished. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they were, he would have been more raw, <laughs> but like still six foot eleven can move fast and like yeah. has coordination. Like someone's going to pick you up in the basketball scene. Especially at least in Spain. Like Spain still has like a decent league, right? Yeah, and, the Spain. Spain uh, yeah. yeah. The fact that he didn't play for anyone was, yeah, probably a bit far-fetched. But 
still all for it. Sorry, not silver medals. They've they've won. Yeah, all the world that was pretty funny. That scene where he goes to the Spanish, um, like takes him to the Spanish training session, and there's like Willie and Gunners or whatever, and yeah, his Leandro brother Bubba, in it so. as well. If you didn't know, oh, his brother, his actual brother in real life's in it. Yeah, ah, they're both um, in the NBA. That was funny. Um, ran, random thought, um, which I just wanted to touch on before I forget. We already talked about the final game, but I thought that the way that they did it, it wasn't super dramatic. Like if you think back to the final game, like Trey Young's playing and stuff and he's not really getting the ball at all. And you're like, oh, what the hell? Like, yeah, and the music is sort of like a bit bliss. Like it is like a bit hectic. bliss. And I thought it was really good because it was very gradual and then he starts to heat up and get into the game. And I loved it. Because, like, if you think to say Coach Carter, it's like this final basket and some sort of dramatic doink, thing. Doink, yeah, doink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this was, shit, like, yeah. realistic, slow build up. He does a job and mm. gets it done. Good point. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. And then just quick another note. We already talked about the very ending, but the fact he chose Bo's oh, – sorry, Bo chose Stanley's number 22. It was a nice little yeah, – Stanley, yeah. 22, nice double deuce. Yeah, yeah, it was a good line. <laughs> Um, just wanted to throw those takes in there as well. Yeah. Um, Good takes, mate. Good takes. Any other parts that we didn't like or thought was maybe a bit off? I just, I just, it's just fucking soccer shit, mate. <laughs> you got the gripes <laughs> nah, with this fine. soccer. I'll get over it. Um, mate, it's pretty good. Your favorite sport, anyways. Where, yeah. Well, in Mallorca, when um, Stan was following Bo and Bo comes out with a cricket bat. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Why would he have a cricket bat? No. <laughs> Wait, was it genuinely a cricket bat? Yeah, and he like he's, he bangs on the fence. It wasn't tell. a baseball bat. It was a baseball. It was a cricket bat. That is so random. I know. It's not Australian, bro. <laughs> what? I know. Does Spain even I mean, play cricket? No. They might just, I don't know. They might just have cricket bats. Random. Nah, apart from that, I thought it was a awesome sports movie. Something we hadn't seen before. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask ask you. I was like, me and Ned follow the NBA like hard. We were in, in the fantasy Finals are actually this year coming. And yeah, so we're, we're heaps into it. So I was curious from a guy who doesn't follow NBA and doesn't really play. Yeah. Um, what, what you thought? Yeah. Again, I thought that the, the basketball elements were amazing to watch. Like I don't think I've seen that often how basketball players actually train. Like I'm talking like, you know, it seems like a weird thing to appreciate, but like using medicine balls, doing all these ropes and stuff to get their sh- and tires to like get their shoulders really strong. Like I didn't know that professionals do that. Um, they might not do that, to that yeah, show, but they, like that sort of stuff, they definitely stuff. do like tennis mm. balls going on. Yeah, yeah. Like that sort of stuff for so sure. So I thought the training scenes were just like mm. so awesome in that aspect to learn like what mm. they would do. I thought um, – Understanding the scouting scene was really cool as well. Like NBA, NBA is the peak of basketball and you wonder how these other people actually get into the game. Um, and it's such a grind and they've got so many players to look at. So I thought that was just awesome. And it was just like it was just like a good eye-opener to the NBA mm. overall. Yeah, in, in the NBA, when you draft someone, you pick someone up when they're really young, 18, yeah. 19, you don't draft them for how good they are then. You draft them for how good they can be. Mm. And that was sort of what um, Sandler was trying to say. Like, this guy is going to be good. Like, because he's got these tools, he's good got traits. this height. Yeah, all the traits, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just awesome in that aspect. And then as a story, like, I didn't know what the underlying story was going to be about, um, especially with Sandler being the main character. 
Um, but I just thought it was so heartwarming and you just followed it. Even not being the biggest fan of basketball, I was just so all in on the characters and the story, so invested. Hey, hey. And by the end, I was like, fuck, that was so satisfying. I was smiling the entire movie. Hey, <laughs> That's awesome, uh, yeah. It was so good. And the reason why I asked was just because like, I, I, like, my girlfriend watched it and my sister-in-law and my, my uncle watched it and those people who don't follow basketball, mm. they all loved it. Yeah. And it sort of just followed a similar trend from heaps of people I heard from. Yeah. Like, yeah, that they, they loved it and they asked me about. It. I was like, "Fuck, yeah. this many people watching this movie!" Like, yeah, just quickly. Like, I would say that it's one of the better sports movies that I've seen. Like, yeah. for non-sports people, especially, regardless yeah. of it being basketball, and as a just a movie fan, non-sports people would love this movie. Like, it's up there with Moneyball, Coach Carter, whatever. I was literally saying before we recorded this to my mom, like, "Oh, we're doing a hustle." episode thinking that she hadn't seen it and she had seen it and she thought it was amazing and she doesn't <laughs> wow, even like yeah. basketball so that just yeah, goes like, to show wow that's how really, good it is i feel like it's an awesome balance between actual basketball play mm. tactics behind it human element yeah and like um like brothership sort of mentorship between the two yeah like, yeah it really has like i feel like it like strikes a good balance between the all totality things. of it was just so it just felt like it was so on point mm. yes yeah, so good yeah, i loved it i mean i didn't have the philly Resonation element, but I hadn't seen a movie like this where they mixed in stars. I hadn't seen Sandler just show his complete love of the game, yeah, with such force. Um, which and I'm a Sandler. I love fan. how excited it makes you. It makes oh, me like, so excited. It makes me like I'm not it even, more. like the tech, like fucking some of the quotes, some of the scenes yeah, that we great. talked about. Yeah, can't, that was some of the best scenes like I've seen. I don't know why they. I got I got so excited by them, and the musical score was so fucking good, so good. Um, yeah, I mean, the the one thing that really fucking jumped to me was when it cuts to the scene of Philly and the music starts playing back, and I'd literally just gone and come back from there, yeah, and they yeah. go to the Matisse mural, and I was just taking a photo in front. Of, I was, was like, I just, I was like, mural. holy shit, bro! I screenshot it and like sent it to a group chat. I was like, this is fucking awesome, sick. so good. I think yeah. um, just on that, do you reckon it could get any sort of like awards with how good it was? Is there an award for like 50,000 NBA players being in a movie and, being, and, all, and all being pretty <laughs> Most good? Most cameos. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But like it was so good. You know, Sandler yeah. might get nominated for something. Um, and yeah, I hope more people watch it. What do you think? You'd have a better idea than us. I don't know. I think that with, uh, you know, like the Academy Awards and Golden Globes and stuff with movies, like there's a lot of firstly politics. Yeah. Um. And secondly, the timing of when the movies come out, like often I think Golden Globes and Academy Awards are like December, January. So you need to have come out in like September, I think. Could be completely wrong, but it's something like that. Okay. So the fact that this came out on streaming straight away earlier this year might dampen it. But yeah. nonetheless, seriously good performance from Sandler and the shooting was insane. So genuinely could. Mm. Get a little nomination or something here and there. So <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Huge thank you to Ned and Jordan for coming on the podcast. It was great chatting with you. Thanks, mate. That was awesome. Thanks, mate. That was great. Yeah. Thanks, no, no worries. Go the Kings. <laughs> As always, please Go let us. Baby. <laughs> As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevator pitch to me. Send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemas underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also check out our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14.